Welcome to the Newtown Big Dreams Podcast, an interview-style talk show that's your gateway to the fabulous and fascinating people who relocated to start a new life. Whether you're new to our podcast or your city, our fellow neighbors from across Canada, North America, and the entire English-speaking world share their stories of reaching new horizons and big dreams. So sit back and relax as we navigate in-depth and intimate conversations with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, executives, creatives, and anyone who can share their story about their new town, Big Dreams. And now, here's your host, Luke J. Menkes. Sweet D. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Thanks so much for coming over on a Sunday. Uh, you've only been in Kelowna for a short while. September 2017, you came here. Tell us the story of how you got to Kelowna. Yeah, so I used to live in Saskatoon. I grew up there, and in Saskatoon, I was a freelance boudoir photographer. Mm. Um, and I started that when I was about 21. And when I started my business, I worked part-time at a flower shop. Mm. And that's when I knew that I loved flowers. But at the same time, I was trying to build a business, a mm -hmm. photography business. Um, so just a part of me knew that one day I would just... Um, leave Saskatoon and start um, a flower business. Mm -hmm. And then when I was about 27, the opportunity came, my lease was ending. Um, so I kind of sold everything. I had about six boxes worth of stuff and I drove to Kelowna. And wow. yeah, then I started to write a business plan for the flower jar. So what made you choose Kelowna? Did you throw a dart at a map or had you been here <laughs> on vacation? Or? Actually, I've never been to Kelowna, which is the weird part. I I actually went to Japan um, about seven months before I moved to Kelowna. Um, I just needed, just wanted to take a vacation by mm -hmm. myself. And um, I knew that I wanted to leave Saskatoon. I didn't know where to go. Um, but my really good friend was moving to Kelowna to start a business here. Mm -hmm. And I, I never been to Kelowna, but I just thought, you know, I'm going to move there. <laughs> I'm just going to see how it works. <laughs> so your friend kind of told you about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you went on Google and looked at pictures and stuff like that. Or do you no. just go totally blind? <laughs> yeah, just totally blind. So your friend is here? Yeah, she lives here. Okay, so she's like, come out, check it out. Yeah, I would say I came to visit Kelowna uh, middle of August. Mm. And when I was here in Kelowna, I went to go look at a house to rent. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I signed a lease. And then two weeks later, I drove to Kelowna. Wow. No hesitation. <laughs> no, I just knew that that's what I was going to do. <laughs> yeah. So. I, uh, I grew up in Toronto. So we had like rolling hills, but we didn't have anything like this. And the first time I spent any significant time in BC was 2008, and I was just blown away by how beautiful and amazing it is. The prairies are beautiful too, but this is totally different. Yeah. Sometimes I forget how beautiful it is, and then people come to visit, and they just they just will be turning around yeah. the corner, and they'll just be like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. And I'll just think, yeah, you know what? It is. That's right. right. I see this every day. It's. I think it's important to take a little time. To appreciate it because our brains kind of tune it out when we're um, used to something, seeing it all the time, and we kind of forget. Yeah, that it's there. unfortunately. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So, what's tell us some of the big differences between Saskatoon and Kelowna that you've noticed? 
Uh, you know what? Kelowna to me feels really small. <laughs> like Saskatoon is not that much bigger, but I do notice how small Kelowna is and um, how small the community is. Mm-hmm. But I find that to be a positive thing because you just end up knowing so many people. I've yeah. only been here for maybe a year and a half and I feel that I run into people all the time. Right. <laughs> um, and also, too, I the difference between Kelowna and Saskatoon. I find them actually kind of similar in a way. I feel uh, Saskatoon has a lot of entrepreneurs. I feel Kelowna has a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, Back home in Saskatoon, I found that people really genuine and down to earth. And Mm -hmm. I find that's the same um, thing here in Kelowna. Um, But I think the biggest difference that I noticed is the size of the community is a lot Mm -hmm. smaller here. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's changed over the years. Mm -hmm. I came here for vacation in 2004 and uh before i moved here in 2011 i took several vacations here uh sometimes short vacations i was living in nelson for a few years so it was a three four hour drive um but people always said oh Kelowna is very clickish it's really hard to get to know people and uh i didn't find that to be the case but i think it has changed from 20 years ago there's so many people like you and me that didn't grow up here mm-hmm. uh, are here fairly recently. And so when people are in the same boat, it's pretty easy to, you know, you have to talk to somebody. Right? Yeah. And there's I, thousands of people like us that aren't from here. That's so true. And so sometimes I get a little bit frustrated when people say that Kelowna is clicky because I do not see that at all. Mm-hmm. I'm a very shy, introverted person. And I, I've never experienced clickiness at all. And you're right. There's so many people that have come to Kelowna from different places that mm-hmm. also don't know anybody. So there's a lot of people here who kind of need to be open, right. <laughs> and, you know, in order to have friends and things like that. So, yeah, I think that whole Kelowna is a little bit clicky is I don't think that's a thing anymore. But again, I've only been here for a year and a half. So yeah. I'm just basing it on my experience. But. And I think you get what you focus on, mm-hmm. too. Um, People told me that when I moved here, and I thought, there's got to be at least 100 people in this city just like me. So I started a meetup.com group called the Kelowna Social Club, and everybody who signed up said, oh, I'm from Edmonton. I don't know anybody. I'm from Calgary. I don't know anybody. I'm from the coast. I don't know anybody. And so I was right. There was at least 100 people in the same boat. So even if it was clicky, I was going to find the, the 100 loners like myself. And uh, when I turned the group over, there was 465 members. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, you get what you focus on. So even if it was like that, you can easily find 50 friends that aren't like that. Yeah. There's good people everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So flowers, have you always loved flowers or this was something you just kind of realized a couple of years ago? You know what? When I think about it, I have always loved flowers. Um, I mean, I remember when I was in high school, sometimes I would just go to Walmart and just kind of play with the silk floral section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did Like rearrange things. Yeah, yeah. And I did I was just kind of I was just a bored seventeen year old. I was like, I don't know what to do. Did anybody stop you and say, What are you doing? No. Do you want, are you gonna buy that? <laughs> no, I feel you can get away with a lot of things in Walmart, to be honest. So <laughs> um, yeah, so and actually when I when I was graduating high school I did get a job at a flower shop, but then um last minute 
I decided to move to Edmonton. So I never um, worked in a flower shop. But um, yeah, I think the love has always been there. Mm-hmm. I just didn't quite understand how much I loved it until years later when I did work at a flower Interesting. shop. So I've worked for a florist uh, doing deliveries. Nice. But I see the creation and uh, how much work goes into it. So tell us a little bit about it. Like, mm-hmm. is it um, harder than you thought? Is there a lot yeah. more to it than you imagined when you started? Yeah, it's when I was first learning floral design, I the only way that I could explain it was like it's like doing a math equation. You know, you have your vase and then you need to start with greenery and then you have to decide which kind of greenery and then mm. you have to pick filler flowers and just make sure that everything balances and there's like main flowers and secondary flowers and that was the only way that I could really explain. It's like, sometimes it just feels I'm doing a math equation. <laughs> right. Well, math is very important, as I'm sure you're discovering when it comes to business. <laughs> yes. Because if you can't charge, you know, a fair price, and then you're spending more than that to put it together, plus your time, then mm-hmm. you got to tweak the math a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely always a learning experience, I'd say. And do you kind of work from backwards? Like someone will tell you, I have a budget of $50. What can you do? And then you work backwards from there. Hmm. Or do you just say, here's the arrangement. Now you got to give me $300. I think that's how I used to do it. I used to ask um, customers, how much are you looking to spend? Mm -hmm. Um, But now with my second season coming up, I'm I'm going to start offering pre-made bouquets. Um, I just find what I really love about flowers is the end result, the art of it all. Mm -hmm. And I just want them to go home with a very full, rich arrangement. So I was thinking, well, the only way that that can really happen is if I just design it and then sell it to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also have options for different price ranges. But um, yeah. I would say I like to build it first, and then we just talk about how much they want to spend. Right. So you have a truck. Yeah. What's the? How does the truck relate to the business? Well, when I did work at a flower shop, I knew how much everything cost, especially how much it is to lease a storefront, and mm-hmm. um, I did not have that kind of money. <laughs> so I knew that flower trucks were a thing in the states, mm-hmm. and at first I wanted to get an old. Uh, FedEx truck or something like that (laughs) and just transform it into this mobile studio. Um, But because of cost, I ended up buying a mini Japanese truck, um, which is just this tiny little toy of a truck. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, and I I bought it and we vinyl wrapped it pink. And then I added the, the canvas at the back and that's my mobile studio, basically, mm-hmm. um, which I love because it allows me to be at so many different places than having just a storefront where you're just kind of stuck there. Yeah, you know? you're stuck there. And then, like you said, the rent yeah. is uh, <laughs> one of the hugest factors in most small businesses. Well, retail. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, you'll have to send us a picture of this truck because it sounds amazing. Yes. We'll put it in the, in the show notes. But um, so how does it work? Do you have a location where people come to you or are you dropping around like kind of, I'm kind of thinking of like the ice cream truck with no. the, the bells going. <laughs> that would be so cool. Actually. <laughs> um, but I usually go to the East Kelowna market. That's mm. kind of my little home in a way. Is that like the farmer's market that, um, 
Um, it's not the huge farmer's market. Hmm. It's this little artisan market that happens up in East Kelowna okay. um, at the community hall there. Right. Um, and it's so you a, park there. Yeah, and I just park there, park outside. I zip up my canvas, I roll it up, and I have two rows of buckets of flowers. Hmm. And then people just come and they pick and choose what they want. Or Nice. Yeah. And um, in anywhere else? Or is that pretty much it? Is that... 12 months a year or is it just spring summer fall it's it's um it's may it's may until well the market runs from may until december mm-hmm. um that i would say that's the main spot i sometimes i do pick up little locations throughout the year um but i would say if anybody ever wanted to find sweeties flowers we're there on on sundays mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we usually go to like the big mark, the big market, the craft culture fair. That's mm-hmm. always a trip because there's so many people there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, do you have help when it's busy? No, I don't. Which, which I, when I started the business, I just thought, you know, I'll be okay. I mean, I've always been independent. I ran a boudoir, my boudoir business by myself. So I thought it would be the same, Mm -hmm. but no, it's different because it's a retail business. Um, so that has definitely, um, had challenges with it, but no, it's just me, um, which, um, is fun, but it would be nice to have, you know, a few extra pair of hands sometimes. (laughs) Right. Yeah. considered like having an assistant for an hour or two to help you set up or you it's just not quite at that level yet it's hard it's something that i think about a lot and then the end result i just think no i can do it by myself (laughs) (laughs) but i have learned i have one friend who's always kind of pushing me just to say diane if you need help just let me know Mm -hmm. so i have reached out to her a couple times you know could you help me with this delivery or could you help me process these flowers um which at the beginning was very uncomfortable for me because i just felt i had to do everything on my own but i mean every now and then i ask for help but um most of the time it's just you yeah it's just me and so you mentioned deliveries so Mm -hmm. do you drive this pink truck around Yes, I do. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's good branding too. Yeah, right? it's so. amazing because it's just this little pink toy. And it's pretty cool driving it around the city because you notice people rea- people's reactions when mm-hmm. you're driving. And some people, they laugh or sometimes they have a very confused face. Um, or sometimes they wave at me and then I wave <laughs> back. And it's really fun. I, I love driving that thing. Very cool. <laughs> so is it, um, are you still doing the photography? Yeah, I do. I did um, incorporate that into this business. Sometimes I I do think of having, uh, yeah, I do think about incorporating it um, into the business. Um, Originally in Saskatoon, I was doing boudoir photography, Mm -hmm. um, which I kind of took a little bit of a break when I started Sweet Tea's Flowers because I just wanted Sweet Tea's to have all my attention. Um, But now I find that I can do both businesses because each business has their high season, um, which makes me really happy. That yeah. I get to do both. So we last week we interviewed a Renegade Food Truck, and they're a vegan food truck. And um, one of the interesting aspects of his business is he takes photography of his creations. So it's kind of fast food, but it's very healthy, and it's presented in a very visual way. It looks amazing. And uh, and he has an Instagram account, so he'll make a dish, and then he'll take a photograph and put it on Instagram. 
uh, the florist that I worked for doing deliveries, they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Before I pick it up, they take a photograph and they put it on Instagram. So it's yeah, just, a, just a thought. Yeah, no, I have a lot of people that come to the truck and they always want photos of them at the truck. Mm. Or sometimes they want to take a photo of me in the truck, which at first I was always like, no, but then I started to do it. But, right. <laughs> um, but I have thought about sometimes having like photo shoot evenings where mm-hmm. I, I would park the truck, set it up, and then people could book uh, like 40 minutes or so oh, yeah. to get photos with the truck because people are going to take photos of the truck at the market anyway. But I was thinking, well, it could be in a much prettier location and mm. you can get a much prettier shot. So I think that's right. something that we're I'm looking into offering in 2019 for sure. Interesting. Yeah. You should check out uh, Gushigan Gardens just over here, a block away, and it's all full of flowers. And uh, a lot of people take wedding photos or graduation photos over there it's really scenic and you can park the truck and you might you might like that definitely it's worth checking out yeah thanks for letting me know about that do you um do you sell flowers all winter as well i did yeah i did take a little bit of a break um in the fall and winter um just because it i was just working so much um but i in 2019 i'm gonna be offering flowers year round um, Mm -hmm. especially fall fall and winter is actually like my favorite time to be Mm. a florist so it was kind of kind of sad that I didn't get to do that this winter um but yeah there's so many markets that happen that you know sweeties flowers will be at and then there's Christmas and Valentine's Day and Thanksgiving so um with that they would more so just be deliveries and popping up at markets than Mm -hmm. um kind of regularly out yeah i think the deliveries would be great because everybody loves flowers and uh i think they're really appreciated when it's kind of dark and gray yeah i agree you know covered in (laughs) snow and you get some fresh flowers and it's like oh wow um and where where do your supplies come from um i try to buy from the local flowers here in the okanagan and then i also have a supplier in vancouver mm-hmm. that also buys uh local um from local farmers in the area in the lower mainland okay um so they um when i buy from lower mainland they kind of ship it overnight in a box <laughs> mm-hmm. which is kind of weird um but then it comes to my door like right in the morning and then Right. Just kind of process it, and so do you have like big refrigeration equipment in your house? Yeah, or, I yeah. have. I well, I used to have. I I don't anymore, but I used to have a huge cooler, like a single door cooler, where I kept all my flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, but now with Sweeties moving into the second season, we're I'm kind of planning for I'll get the flowers and then I'll sell all of the flowers throughout the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas before I needed to refrigerate them because I was doing flowers every day. Um, right. So I used to have a huge cooler in my living room. Not anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> right. probably for the best. <laughs> so you try to sell them pretty quickly from the time you get them. Yeah. And how long? does it take to put together like something basic obviously Mm -hmm. just grab a few pieces Mm. um like something elaborate you know does Mm. it take a long time and a lot of thought Mm. do you do a sketch or do you just know exactly what to do that's a good question i would say it's actually harder to make a smaller bouquet than it is to make a bigger bouquet Mm because when you're making a smaller bouquet you know let's say you want to make something for twenty dollars and you know flowers Per stem are like three, four dollars. So mm-hmm. you can really only have five or six stems in there. 
Um, but you want to make something pretty and full for a customer within their budget. Um, so sometimes that, um, that, that's where like the math equation comes in and you're Mm -hmm. just trying to think, okay, how can I design this and have it just be, you know, outstanding. Whereas when it's a huge arrangement, you can just go to town and just make it as fluffy as you want. Yeah. Yeah. How much lead lead time do you need? If someone says, listen, uh, it's my anniversary coming up. Mm -hmm. I want to spend a hundred bucks. How much, Mm -hmm. how much time do you need? Um, well, when it's um when we're in on our on season like the spring um mm-hmm. then i don't need much time but if somebody was contacting me maybe in january you know mm-hmm. i'd probably need about a week or so um just so that i can prep and plan and make sure that i can build something that they want right so, yeah. yeah so you mentioned in your bio that uh you didn't think a flower truck could work in saskatoon mm-hmm. so what business wise what would be the difference in Saskatoon versus Cologne. Well, I'd say with Saskatoon, we don't have a lot of markets there. Mm. You know, there's... The outdoor market. Yeah. That's a huge part. Yeah. I mean, we do have a farmer's market, but they only want... You know, you have to be a farmer or you have to have... Grow your own flowers. Mm. Um, so that... And I and I would talk to the city of Saskatoon just saying, would you want a flower truck downtown? And they all said no. Um, mm. So the rules there were a lot stricter than they were in Kelowna. And just mm. with Kelowna, there was just so many opportunities to pop up somewhere at businesses, wineries, markets, mm. pretty much anywhere. So Saskatoon, there was really no market for it. So... Right. Yeah. So where... Can we see your truck? Unless we order a delivery, where can we see your truck um, this spring and summer? Uh, so this spring, we'll, we'll be at the Craft Culture Fair April. That's Southeast Kelowna. That's East Kelowna. Um, is that the, the Craft Culture Fair is at the Curling Club. Oh, okay. Um, it's about a weekend. It's just one weekend in the spring. Um, and there's hundreds of artisan vendors there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be there and then we will be at the East Clone Market for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And we might pop up other places, but for right now, that's essentially where we'll be. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. What's the best way for people to reach you or to find mm-hmm. out more? I would say we're, I'm pretty active on our, on my Instagram page. Okay. You know, I'm always posting things and that's, where the last minute pop-ups come in or mm-hmm. the last minute um, deals that we have. So Instagram is always a great way to connect. So if someone searches for sweet tea, they'll mm-hmm. find you. Yes. Okay, yes. cool. <laughs> Very cool. And who would you like to nominate to come on the show? Like who would you find interesting to listen to with my interview? I would recommend um, Stephanie Mackey of Six Letter Creative. I am so jealous of her job. She is a, gra- a freelance graphic designer and she just gets to work with so many cool businesses and create like branding for them. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, I just, I would just love to hear her talk more about her business. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. And I hope you enjoy this beautiful sunny weather we're finally having. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Very welcome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Newtown Big Dreams podcast with your host, Luke Menkes, and his authentic guests. And we love our listeners and hope you subscribe now to learn more about the amazing journeys of our incredible guests who relocated to find a Newtown Big Dreams. 
And remember, make your dreams big.